Welcome to Shana's Soapbox. We're going to spend a short time delving into a topic, be it tech, business, money, or passion, and give you actions that you can take to improve your project or your life. Today, I am going to give you a quick book review of the business book, Working Backwards, Insights, Stories, and Secrets from Inside Amazon by Colin Breyer and Bill Carr, two longtime Amazon executives who reveal and codify the practices that drive one of the most extraordinary companies the world has ever known. I listened to this book a while ago, and I wanted to share the five things that really jumped out at me and I think are very applicable to all of us out there working in business, working in tech. So the number one thing is they start not just with the customer in mind, but before they build anything new, before they take their resources and invest it in a large project, they ask the leader or the inventor of the idea to write a product description, to write frequently asked questions that the users might answer, how, what it provides. They do this by writing a press release and a frequently asked questions. And a press release, as you know, is something that everyone has to be able to understand. So it's not written about the tech architecture. It's not written about the latest and greatest underpinnings that make it possible. It is focused on the problem that it solves for a customer and how it solves that problem. So it's something that anybody who wants to go has this pain point is going to go solve it. And so that's how it's written is what problem am I solving and for whom? And then it has a series of frequently asked questions. And this combination of writing a press release and a frequently asked questions, while it may seem simplistic, you know, it's just a paper exercise. It's not even necessarily a drawing. It's not an OV1. But it really starts with what are we actually building? What is the outcome that we're expecting to achieve? And what's that customer experience going to be like? In government contracting, in my experience, and I've been working in the defense side of the house for a very long time, we might start with the end in mind with a very large OV1, or we have an image of an enterprise solution. So Amazon started with books, and now they sell everything. It's the everything store. But in the beginning, they didn't have a picture (laughs) of being the everything store. They focused on solving the more immediate problem, which was selling books and having a viable business. So I think we mix and conflate, or maybe we need an update on our overall practices. But we really, really, for each product or service we provide, we need to think about writing a press release and a frequently asked questions and having everyone who looks at it work on this. Sometimes this is called a product description document or a product strategy. Strategy typically implies how you're going to implement it and has a roadmap. So I would just say press release, product description, frequently asked questions, who are the users and how are they going to understand it? Almost to the point where it's like a 3D mock-up or a wireframe. But we get afraid to build these wireframes. We're very comfortable with an OV1 of these really complex pictures that you can't really, it's got multiple things going out. But we really need to start with for a product, 
what is the thing that it is going to do extremely well and who is it going to do it extremely well for? So where is that easy button or buy with one click button? Really starting with the end in mind. Does that mean your requirements can never change? No, but it means that you're all starting with a very clear vision. And I like this too, because analogous to, let's say, construction. In construction, before they destroy a building and clean up the land and put in sidewalks and plant the trees, they have a 3D mock-up of it. They have an understanding of the impact it will have on the land around it and how people will come in and come out. And you've seen these 3D mock-ups with the little trees and someone walking a dog and a mother and a kid. And we don't do that enough in software. We don't start with a wireframe or a sketch or a throwaway prototype. We get too committed and too scared to have our stuff be modified or moved around. But we really need to start with that press release and work backwards. Number two, what I really liked is their investment in long term. And that's the one thing I particularly love personally about working in government contracting is that we're not motivated by money. We're not motivated by the short term. We're motivated to solve these big, hairy problems that take a long time and sometimes many years to solve. And I think that's a great story that they tell in this book about how they have all team members focused on making right decisions that are right for the long term. So no one's bonus is tied to a quick turnaround or a quick win that season. They're really focused towards what is in the best interest of the company and for the long term. Number three, I like they talked about interviewing and they have a very, very rigorous interviewing process. But my favorite part about the interviewing process was that they required someone who really understood the company and had really good judgment as an external person coming into, let's say, a functional area and making sure that the person who was being suggested passed muster as it would be across the entire culture of the company. So they designate certain people in the company as exceptionally good interviewers, and not just from extracting questions, but exceptionally good interviewers in making decisions as this person good for the long-term fit of the company. Again, they're hiring people to work for the company and work for the company long-term. I have experienced sometimes we have people who are great at interviewing. They're great at selling the company. They're great at learning all about the person, but they don't have the best judgment when it comes to personnel talent. So it's not to say that other team members are not good at interviewing or not good at making people feel comfortable or selling the job or clarifying the job. But at the end of the day, we want to make sure the person is a long-term fit for the company. Because a lot of companies sell the exact same thing, and it is the culture and the execution that makes the big difference. So at Amazon, they have a person who wears the hat, who says, I am here to represent Amazon and to make sure this person is a good fit for the company. For number four, they have a very clear bias towards action. And I love this. At Nyla, we have, we like to say we're doers. We get stuff done. I think people can get so 
afraid of making a decision, but so many decisions are reversible or they're inconsequential and you have to make a decision with the knowledge that you have at the time. And they talk about this example of a lot of decisions are like the door to the kitchen where it's got a hinge and it can swing back and forth and it can swing both ways and you can make the decision and then you learn something and you are able to change your mind. It's not the end of the world. And finally, the last part about the book was from a nerd perspective, really interesting was about how Amazon Web Services came to be, about all the technical debt that they had built up, how they built an API for letting users create their own store that was really a front for the Amazon Web Store. And then they found that people were using it in very, very different ways than they had ever expected. And so they brought people in and started really listening to their ideas and how they thought it could be used. And that was the start of the genesis for Amazon Web Services, as was the entirely new architecture they had to build to handle the extreme demand for all of their services and being able to clean things up, how to make things single-threaded, how to create this very large enterprise system that you could still change. Those are my top five favorite things that I remember about the book. I think that a lot of their behaviors and decisions are applicable. So sometimes you listen to a book and you're like, yeah, that's really cool, but that would never work here. I think a lot of these principles, if not all of these principles, could apply to any business or any organization that's trying to achieve something extraordinary. So those are my top five. I love that they work backwards with their press release and frequently ask questions. I love that they do this investment in the long term. They focus not just on interviewing, but having someone who has really good judgment also be part of the interview process. I love their bias towards action. I think that's incredibly important and difficult. People want to have all the information. So I love how they go through that description there. And then finally, just from a pure nerd perspective, I love the description about how Amazon Web Services came to be. My recommendation, definitely thumbs up, go read it. I hope you enjoyed my book review and let me know your thoughts. If you've read the book, what did you like best about the book? Did you hate the book? What was okay? And is there another book that you highly recommend we all listen to? This podcast is sponsored by Nyla Technology Solutions, an SBA certified 8A hub zone, woman-owned small business specializing in full-stack software engineering and data science services to the U.S. government. Our innovative solutions are built to match the speed of mission. For more information, partnering opportunities, and new job openings, please visit our website, www.nyla.io.